Welcome to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. This is episode 42, and today is Wednesday, September 16th. And boy, do we have a lot to talk, lot to talk about. Not only do we have that crazy Clippers-Nuggets game. Don't worry, we got Josh Bilker on the podcast for that. But we're also going to be diving in to NFL Week 2, our best bets, and all that. We got Big Dog and Josh here. Andrew, how you doing? Good. I'm still thinking about Steven Guskowski. Could have been a flawless six and zero, but you know he leaves ten points on the table. That's he. He cost me two bets. Yeah, he does. Yeah, the two units at the end to kind of screw <laughs> yeah. you their whole week. You know? And then not even to mention Daniel Jones's interception. Um, Josh, how you doing, buddy? You know, I, I I've been better, as I've said. So mm-hmm. it's um, hum- once again humiliating to be a Clippers fan once more. Yes. Yeah, so, so we'll get right into that. <laughs> but first, uh, if you like what you're listening to, you can go ahead and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Go ahead and leave a review. Leave a review, a five star review with a question. We'll answer it here on the pod. And again, if you ever want to call in with a voicemail, take. Um, or anything like that, just record in like the voice memos on your phone, and you can either send it to me, email it to me, DM it to us on Twitter or uh, Instagram as well. Um, so yeah, this is episode 42. We're chugging along. We're almost to 50. We'll have to do something special for 50. Um, all right, enough of that. Let's get into Josh's misery. Um, I'm going to just start it off with this statement. That was the most shocking loss in the playoffs I've seen since Game 7 of the Warriors-Cavs. Yeah, um, I think, first of all, this was much more of a train wreck because at least the Warriors played that game close. Um, but holy shit, yeah, this is... I, I'm going to go a step further. This is the most disappointed I've been watching a like a basketball game live since the Derrick Rose injury in 20... What was it, 14? For yes. me, at least. Yeah. I that It was on that level of like just devastation. I mean, it was like I wasn't devastated... I had picked the Clippers to win it all in some pools, and I lost that, obviously. But I did hit the Nuggets money line last night because I was just like, "Fuck it, I, I'm gonna like." I didn't think it was gonna work, but you get it. You see that plus two sixty. It's like, okay, I'll throw like five bucks on it. Um, it was just shocking. I know you didn't get to see much of the game, Andrew, because you're at work. But the Clippers just gave up, and it was. So I've seen, was, like, on Bleacher Report, was, was like, I think Harrell was yelling at Paul George or something, kind of like Paul George had an open three in a critical part of the game and hit the side of the backboard. Jeez. That's like it's, it's the, too bad the middle school three-point contest. It kind of seems like this is first, the first blemish on Kawhi's resume, would you say? Oh, definitely. I mean, I mean I agree. he had a I'm flawless a, record, I thought, and that's why everyone was all in on him going to the finals. Mm-hmm. That's a very good point. Um, yeah, in... I've always thought, I've been one of those people, I think Kawhi is amazing, and I still think Kawhi is amazing, but I do think it is important to remember this, like, hey, we put all this pressure on LeBron, KD, Curry, Harden, and they've gotten their licks, they've got, they've taken it, they've been beaten down and told they were, they choked all this sort of stuff, and Kawhi, because he's kind of silent, has gotten away with it, and he's won, but I don't think he got nearly enough criticism for just kind of sitting out that year and forcing his way out of the Spurs. And you can't. He had 14 and 10 last night in a game seven. He got completely outplayed by Jamal Murray, and it's not all on Kawhi, obviously. But they just Paul George sucks. Like we don't even need to get into that anymore. We've said this on this podcast. Like Paul George sucks, and he showed it again last night. Josh is Doc Rivers gone? Because I think he is not a good coach. I think he's got to be after that. Unfortunately, I I really like Doc as a thing as a dude, and I mean he. 
Yeah, to me, it's always weird to me that Doc always had this pristine resume, quote-unquote. Like, he was a championship-winning coach. He won one title in with arguably a team that should have won, like, three or four. Now, granted, that Celtics team did get uh, fucked over with a, tough, a couple of tough injuries in the playoffs, but they really should have won at least two or three. Doc only mm-hmm. won one. Um, Dude, he, like, talking- had Rondo when he was blossoming. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing too. He had like what was he like twenty two years old during the yeah, uh, was, a lot yeah, of the title ridiculous. run. Not all the title runs, obviously, but yeah, he. Uh, it's to me, it's it's weird that Doc is considered this legendary coach because he has, he's, he's he got has a the good worst record in record. game deciding. Um, uh, he has the worst record or one of the worst records all time of in game sevens in the playoffs. Yeah, he's the only coach I mean, to lose three three-one series. Now, what do you I guys hate, think I hate, about uh, D'Antoni to the Clippers? Is that a possibility, or who who do you? Want? I wouldn't. He's a scam coach. I wouldn't he's want a scam him. Coach. But so is Rivers. I just don't so think he could, like the I don't here. think I don't <laughs> Rivers. I don't think as much as a scam. I think I think Rivers. If you put him, in, he had the players like he could win a ring again. Mike D'Antoni, I literally don't think can. Just the way he's gotten so three happy, and he's gonna have to calm that down. Maybe that was because he was in Houston. Um, who are you looking at then? Who do you? Who's possibility for the Clippers? I mean, I would be shocked if they got rid of Doc Rivers, but I think they should. I mean, if yeah. you're them, you're you're talking to maybe um, Billy Donovan. I think would be a great option for them. I think you maybe take a look at some college coaches. You think outside the box. Um, I wouldn't go necessarily with Ty Lue, but somebody on the Clippers bench that I w- might go with would be Sam Cassell. He's been there for quite a while. I think he could be a good coach. And then there was this rumor about a week or two ago that Chauncey Billups is in the running to be the head coach of the Indiana Pacers. Yeah. And um, I, I like that. I like Cha- Chauncey would be a good coach, I think. Um, so they do have a lot of options. It's just like we'll see what they do. Um it's I think just, they need something they, fresh, though. They need they need a they're they're going to be making some somewhat major additions to the roster as well because uh, Marcus Morris. I don't think they're going. They don't have back. picks though. They traded they don't have all picks. the picks for Paul You're George. Right. Like what a bad move. Yeah. No. 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 I, so do you I, think I, the uh, the Nuggets next year will be favored over the Clippers, or the Clippers will still be heavy favorites again? Depends on how the Nuggets do in this Lakers series. Um, I think the Nuggets are gonna, are going to beat the Lakers. I um back to I back game seven wins. Yeah, right? I think the Clippers are better than the Lakers, and I think that um the Clippers had options of people to put on Jamal Murray, and he still went off. And the Lakers have no good defensive guards. Rondo, get out of here! You're not guarding Jamal Murray. Caruso, good story. You're not guarding Jamal Murray the way he's playing. Um, I think that the Nuggets have a serious shot against this Lakers team. But I do think that the NBA will do everything in his power to make sure it's Lakers Celtics. Celtics, Because I read this thing that was basically, um, if it were to be a uh, Miami-Denver series in the finals, so because of the coronavirus and they missed games, there was a real chance, and probably still will happen, that the salary cap, instead of staying stagnant or going up, will actually drop because of the missed TV revenue, stadium revenue, all that stuff. If it's Lakers-Celtics in the finals, it's projected that it will actually, they'll make so much money off that that it will almost get to even. So 
there is a way that the refs will be cheating in this game. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Um, okay, so, well, I mean, what do you guys? You guys think Lakers are going to stomp the Nuggets? What? I don't think they're going to stomp them, but I still think the Lakers win. I had the Lakers to beat the Bucks, so I'm going to stick to that. I, for pride, professional pride reasons, I am picking the Nuggets. I'm going to say Lakers in six. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Six. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to go seven. Because um, they went to I, seven games. Who did they play in the first round again, the Nuggets? Right. Utah. Okay. Utah. Yeah. Bro, I think the Heat could could win it all very easily. Not, like It's not easily. It's not easy to win an NBA title. But the way that that Heat team is playing, I just think that Sounded crazy I'm, three I'm weeks excited. ago. It's not so crazy now. I know. I'm excited because I do think, like, let's say it ends up being like a Lakers Heat Finals. I think a lot of people will be like, oh my God, this the Lakers will roll. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I just think that these four teams we have left could all win it. Yeah, I, I think honestly, they could all win the title. Even and though the Nuggets perfect. have a good resume. That's what you want. Yeah, then I would if you pay, let's say it's Nuggets Celtics or Nuggets Heat, that's still really close. Like I, because if the Nuggets can go take down the Clippers and Lakers in back-to-back series, I mean, Jesus, like, so um, that's just really exciting. And so we'll get into that more of that coverage later in the week as well. Um, I wanted to recap some Monday Night Football because on Sunday night when we were recording I was we were on top of the world Andrew was 4-0 I was sitting there at 6-3 and we were just doing so well and then Monday night football happened and I got slammed Daniel Jones throws the interception and screws over the easiest over of all time Steven Goskowski misses four field goals and an extra point and they win by two when I have Tennessee minus three yeah that was the worst one because they killed the Broncos of this. And this guy, we've seen him on the Patriots. He's he never missed that many field goals in his career. I bet, and they just missed it, four it, in it, forty it never, minutes. It was what it was. Like, let's look at it this way: it was a, a gentle reminder from the gambling gods that hey, you guys did really well this weekend. Here's my middle finger. I'm gonna fuck with you guys. So, but Andrew, I still will. I'll insert some applause right here. Five in one week in week one. Thank you. Four units and starting off very well today, please. Very well, very well, very well. And I'm at six and six, so I'm just kind of back where we started. <laughs> uh, six and three right. Sunday night, six and six Monday God, morning. Monday I am um, this week, I'm staying away from overs and unders. It was just so goddamn stressful all day. I, I was, you saw me, Andrew. I was a mess. Uh, I was with you, yeah. It was. Uh, it's just too early in the season still to figure out what these teams are yet. I just, it's, it's hard. Week one and two are some of the hardest gambling bets to me. I just, 100%. I don't know what these teams are gonna look like. Who does Goskowski? Preseason you know? too. It's like because some teams are exactly. like, oh, they won't be able to tackle, and some teams looked really good defensively. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so we do have really quick. I want to share this with you guys. A good friend of the Pineapple Couch, Stephen Young sent us in a voicemail because we were talking about the Lions collapse on the last episode against the Bears and just man it sucks being a Lions fan Steven wanted to share some words with us so I'll play it on my phone and through the mic so you guys can hear it and then we'll talk a little bit about it it was very nice very nicely done I thought let me get it every fucking year I was watching yesterday's game 
Lions are up 23-6. Mitchell Trubisky's looking like a Tribuco Hills High School quarterback. I'm like, you know what, though? Lions last year were up 24-6 against the Cardinals, and what do you know? Cardinals I lost money on that game. Fourth, and it ends in a tie game. So I'm like, Lions don't got it. What do you... Mr. Trubisky, three touchdowns in one fucking quarter. This guy came and threw a pass three. Then DeAndre Swift, poor guy. I love DeAndre Swift. I think he's going to be super good. But why do the Lions have to draft him? Like, his whole career now is just ruined. <laughs> Drops a pass from Stafford. Lions lose. People, if you look in the dictionary and look up insanity, is doing the same thing repetitively and expecting a different result. And just being a Lions fan, I'm pretty sure I'm defined as an insane person because I watch them every single fucking year expecting a different result, and it's the same shit every year. God bless Matt Stafford. God bless Calvin Johnson. God, God bless Barry Sanders. Why did they have to go to the Lions? <laughs> this is my 10 cents. Uh, thanks for shouting me out on the pod. And we'll, we'll see how the Lions do. I hope they do shitty and get another good draft pick. All right, Steven. Thank you for that voicemail. That was pretty good. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's a, And I think he... I think he did a really good job of putting, like, with the insanity thing, because yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm insane. Yeah. I, I am an insane person. I legitimately think Philip Rivers could take the Colts to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, I mean, Brian, it was the same game last week. We I know. It, it and was I the saw two-minute drill. It was but, a couple drop balls. Just like, the ball didn't bounce his way. I mean, but what if it bounced his way? What if it did? But what if it did? <laughs> That's no, just the insanity of sports. A, that's a Lions fan for two decades, and it's starting to catch up to him. <laughs> this yeah. man's only 24, and my God, he sounds like <laughs> he he's Sounds like a 65-year-old. Right just like, ah. <laughs> I get it, though. Um, all right, Stephen, we appreciate the voicemail. And if anyone else wants to send in one, um, feel free to. So let's get into NFL Week 2 preview. We got the Thursday night game, Bengals at Browns. Um, ugh. This is gross. Um, it, the Bengals are, or the Browns are favored by six, and you can get the Bengals money line at plus two hundred five. Over under is forty three and a half. I mean, this to me is the I'm staying away. It is such a weird game because, yeah, Burrow looked good last week. He didn't look it's like, great. I mean, besides like, like the shovel pass, yeah. everything else like he he looked he's real, gonna be good. Yeah, and the Browns looked terrible. So. I don't even have a lean. This could just go because, like you said earlier, Josh, it's like we can't even tell anything with these teams. And I think both of these teams suck, but I just don't know what who sucks more. What have the Browns more. done in the past 10 years to ever be a six-point favorite? I mean, I guess it's because the Bengals are the Bengals. I don't know. That's a good point. Though. <laughs> it's like when the Browns are the Browns. I have no straw. I would lean Bengals, but I got nothing. Yeah, I think you'd Other lean taking the Browns the suck, and I'm rooting for Joe Burrow. And I'm sick of... I'm sick of OBJ. I'm sick of Baker. I yeah, what is going on? I, they can't I, figure anything out. I tried to defend him last year, and I'm just fucking sick of it. I can't handle it. And you got two top five running backs, and you still don't run the ball. I don't understand it. So yeah, but that's the only thing is I think with the Browns game, I think they're going to be able to get both their running backs going in this game, and I think this is not necessarily going to be like a correcting course game, but it's going to be. I think it's going to be like a fluke game where the Browns are going to look really good against this game. 
and then we're going to find out the Bengals have like the worst running defense in the league. <laughs> like, oh, they were 2-14 yeah. last year. Yeah, and then it's just like, it's like, oh, well, all right, mm-hmm. like, cool, it's an anomaly. It'll feed a little into the Browns' uh, hype wagon. And, um, but I agree to stay away. Yeah, stay away Nick Chubb owner. That's that's good news from Josh. So the, let's hope you're right. The Browns, if you think about it, what they should do is they should just pound the ball constantly and then use Baker in play actions and throw to OBJ and, just use tight OBJ. Ends. and you have Jarvis Landry as <laughs> your it. like. It's just like, but you have fucking Chubb and Kareem Hunt. You have a two-headed monster. Mm-hmm. You should be like, you know how the Niners kind of play where they're constantly running the ball, bringing people in motion. I mean, that just shows you like what. The value of a good coach, though. So, um, yeah, yeah. Let's. I mean, what if Garoppolo is just Baker Mayfield? You know, or Jim, other Jimmy way G is, Baker Mayfield just Garoppolo. Jimmy G is questionable. I don't know if he's good. Yeah, I like. I really. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. Baker's good either. Yeah, but Baker didn't go to the That's Super how Bowl. How much power Bill Belichick has? He got that guy for seven, yeah. eight games. He got him a hundred over a hundred million dollar contract. Jimmy G. It's amazing. Insane. And it's just like. Good guy. And another thing about it was, it wasn't even just those games. It was like. Oh, what? Well, I heard Belichick likes him. Yeah, so it's like, like they're, he might keep him over Brady. It's yeah. like, oh my God, they're good. someone's going to pay a lot of money for him, and they did. Exactly. Okay, let's get into some of the Saturday or the Sunday games. Excuse me. Um, so we got this game. This is a game that is it's going to be a fun game to watch. But again, really no idea. Okay, you got Falcons at Cowboys. Um, Cowboys are favored by four. Falcons money line at plus one eighty. Over unders at fifty two and a half. Neither of these teams looked good necessarily in week one. I would, um, I think I'd lean Cowboys. I don't even know because I, I feel like the Cowboys are just the exact same team because they keep kept Kellen Moore and he's calling the plays. So it's like, I what are you guys thinking about this one? Well, I'll give you a little stat here. Atlanta's 4-1 against the spread their last five games, believe it or not, because they had a good second half last year. I would lean... Taking the points? I would take the points, four and a half, because I don't think the Cowboys are should ever be favorite. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're 500 team, I'm going to take four and a half. And if anything, it's a field goal. Yeah, okay. I like that. That's not a best bet, I though. Like, I kind of like the not over best bet. on this You game like the over? Also. Ooh. Yeah, I th- I think this one's going to be a shootout. I might follow you on that. I like that over over fifty two and a half. Well, I got a stat for you, Josh. The total has gone over in six of Dallas's last eight games. Spam. There you go. Uh, okay, well, thank you. I'm going to take the over. Oh, well, is that a best bet or is that a? That's going to be in my best bets. This is why I end up betting so many games because we do this and you guys say, "Oh, the stat," and I'm like, well, "Jesus, there's no <laughs> way that a could lose." Stats him, Josh. <laughs> All right, um, yeah, I'm a, that's going to be one of my best bets, over 52.5 in Atlanta. Dallas, um, anything else on this game, guys? Two good offenses, Yep. you know, I think um, th- that alone. I think this is the first game we see Todd Gurley back, like, like looking good. I, I, that's my – That's my. That'd be cool. Uh, what, hot Bold take? prediction hot this take. week. Bold yeah. prediction, there we go. Yeah. yeah. I, okay. I'm feeling just, just a sink – Oh, that could be like good for the daily fantasy players out there. Maybe getting some Todd Gurley action this week. All right, next game. Circle the wagons, baby. I'm putting in the sound effects right now. We got the Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Our man, the Stallion, Josh Allen. The Bills are favored by six points in Miami. Um, the Dolphins are at plus 210. The over is 41. That over is kind of tempting, but no. 
Yeehaw. Taking the former Wyoming's Cowboy, I believe, is their mascot. Josh Allen, best bet. Bills minus six. Put it in the books. Go Bills, go. Six points kind of scares me. That's the only thing. Yeah, six like, points scares me too, Josh, for the Bills. That's the that's the only thing because the Bills are gonna play this one closer, I think, than you think. Oh no! Or they're gonna be winning by like twenty one, the and then as much as we lost Josh Allen, he's gonna throw it in the stands and miss touchdowns, <laughs> and the game's gonna be closer. Oh, than they're gonna back. roll. Fitzpatrick's just gonna go off. Circle Miami the wagons, nine and baby. four. Their last thirteen against the spread. Just keep that in mind, Brian. They're a young team coming around. Mm-hmm. So, but four losses though, so it could happen. Before, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> nine and five. <laughs> All right, thank you for that stat. Makes me feel a little better. Um, <laughs> you guys have any plays I'll give on this you more game? Make you feel worse, but I'm not. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> any? Okay. Maybe the under. I, I, That's I low. Like the under on this. But I mean, I guess. But I I agree. But like, I think this is going to be just a kind of a slot. <laughs> it might be like bit. 17 to 13 or 12. <laughs> you know, like I could see the that Bills being put up score. 45. <laughs> Circle the wagons, baby. All right, I, I'm staying away from that. Okay, so I just I don't I don't believe. I agree. Yet. Staying away. I understand. I'm not staying away though. Bills minus seven, um, <laughs> <laughs> or six. Uh, it's minus. It's minus six. Him another point. No, minus six. I would take seven too, to be honest. For being perfectly honest. <laughs> um, all right, next game. You heard of Vegas? Yeah. Uh, next game. Uh, we don't need to talk about uh, Panthers Bucks. We can click quickly talk about this. The Bucks are favored by nine. The Carolina's plus three hundred. Over unders forty seven and a half. I kind of like the points with Carolina because the Bucks yeah. certainly didn't look that right. They didn't look and that Godwin's good. in concussion protocol. No. This, I would this consider throwing this actually. in a tease or something to make it like 15 and a half. But other than that, I don't know. Because maybe it's still Tom Brady and then Tom Brady gets a pissed off and they win 35 to nothing or something this week. Dude, that what, would surprise What me. is up with Bruce Arians saying Tom Brady needs more grit? You know, it's... Like, what? Just a weird comment to someone who's won six Super Bowls, you know? <laughs> he said that to, like, the, the, the best football player of all time. And it's like, like, Bruce Aarons, who the fuck are you? What has Bruce done? <laughs> yeah. Like, Jesus. Um, and what does he do at wearing sunglasses in the dome and then in the press conference he doesn't wear them? Like, why don't you just finish the whole day and wear the sunglasses, dude? <laughs> Oh, so I didn't notice that. Oh, it's the little things Big Dog picks up He wants up on. you to see the honesty. He's wearing sunglasses in inside. <laughs> who's weird. Um, all right, so we have no real leans on that. This next game, though, I do have a best bet on. Um, we have Broncos at Steelers. The Steelers are favored by 7.5. Um, you can get the Broncos at plus 275. The over-under is 41.5. I know that's a lot of juice, that minus 7.5 with the Steelers, but holy shit, their defense looked fast. It was gnarly. And um, I think that we'll see Big Ben. They'll slowly get into a more of a rhythm. Um, Connor does have the ankle injury, but uh, I'm blanking on the guy's name. But he came in and was very effective. Snell, Snell, or Snell. yeah, I think it's Snell. Snell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do like. I don't think um, the Broncos can really put up that many points. I think Vic Fangio is not that good of a coach, and that was very evident by the way he was managing the clock at the end of that Tennessee game. What the fuck? That was insane. He just gave away the game. Um, so, yeah, I like the Steelers minus 7.5. That's going to be a best bet, and I might I'll, I'll maybe throw that into a teaser later this week to make it a little easier, but I'm, I'm going to lay the juice. Fuck it. I love the Steelers this year. I'm staying away from this game just because the, the 7.5 scares me a bit just because I think the Broncos have a decent defense, mm-hmm. even though 
they laid 10 points or whatever. Should have had 10 more points against him. Um, Steelers yeah, are good, though. And like you said, their defense looks legit, like really legit. Steel Curtain is back. I know they played the Giants, but they're good. Mm-hmm. Fangio's a good defensive coach still, so I mean that still it still means that they have a good defensive scheme. I think with the Broncos as well. To your point, and no, I I also like the Steelers. I wouldn't put this as a best bet, but I just seven and a half is a little scary. But they looked damn good against the Giants when they were rolling. I I definitely think the Steelers are gonna win it. Just maybe not by a whole touchdown. Kind of scares me. All right, well I'm I'm laying a lot of juice this week. You guys will see that. Um. All right, let's go to our next game. We have uh, oh, Stephen Young. We got the Lions at the Packers. Uh, Packers are a six and a half point favorite. You can get the Lions at plus two twenty on the money line. It over under is forty nine and a half. I don't really have a play in this game, so. I feel I feel like these games are always close. So I think yeah. I would take maybe I would lean points. plus six and a half. Yeah, Lions. Um, I, too cold. Yeah, and then over under forty nine. I I think that would probably go under to be honest. Um, all right, let's look at this. This is a good game. We got at ten a.m. Uh, Rams at Eagles. Rams coming off a nice win against um, the Cowboys. Eagles coming off a terrible loss to the Washington football team. I love saying that, the Washington football team. Let me guess. Is this a best bet? This is a best bet. I knew he's back out of the Rams. He's back on the Rams. I'm back on my bullshit. This is what I do. I bet on them every (laughs) – Dude, last year they were the second team, best team against the spread, and I bet on them every fucking week. It works. Go Rams, go. Go Rams, go. <laughs> so um, I love this. The Eagles offensive line gave up like eight and a half sacks last week, the most they had in like 20 or something years. And you were talking, we have Aaron Donald going at Carson Wentz. If the Washington football team can expose that offensive line, I have faith that Aaron Donald and company will be able to expose that. I love the Rams minus one here. Um, I think that they're able to effectively run the ball against the Eagles. They will be able to, which will open up some play action for uh, Jared Goff, and maybe you could see Cooper Cup going off this game. Um, I really, really, really like the Rams minus one, and that is a lock. That's your lock this week. The Rams, the first lock of the year. Rams minus one. So, we're going to... Folks, we're going to start doing this. I actually Each do week, like that you'll because have the Eagles one lock. 17-point lead. And this is my lock this week. Rams minus one. I've already put it in. Very excited. Um, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, it's like I would lean the Rams because what's wrong with the Eagles? Because it's like, I guess, are they still hurt? Or are they still just like the same team where they always kind of lose and they, they like, come back and they're always messy and they look good for a quarter then Carson Wentz gets sacked 17 times that's, and there's that's a fumble the return. That's what they're going to be. Because the wide yeah, receiver thing. So that's why I would go with the Rams. I, yeah. I just, I don't get it. Are you making that a best bet, this either of you? Not a best yeah. bet. Yeah, that's for me. Rams yeah, minus I'm, one. I'm going to make this a best bet. Yeah, I, I don't know why the, what the Eagles have done so far to, to, to only get one point, but the Rams looked pretty good against Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are probably – I know they didn't look like – Probably better than the Eagles. But I think the Cowboys are still going to – better than the Eagles, exactly. And I think the Rams should actually kill this one, I think. It, it's in Philadelphia. That's probably the only reason why they're even getting even this much. Yeah, um, that's a good point. It's – what what do you, it's not a good game. What do you guys think about so like, you know how in like a typical NFL season you give three points to the home team? Basically mm-hmm. when you're looking at spreads. So do you think with like no fans it's like one and a half? 
because you still have to travel. But it's one because <laughs> it's alliance one, right? But it's one. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Um, okay, let's go to uh, Vikings at Colts. Uh, the Vikings are uh, underdogs to the Colts here. You can find that they, yes. they're getting three points. It's plus one thirty over forty eight and a half. Um, I really feel like that the the play would be to go with the Vikings. The the Colts did not look that good last week. But I'm not. Are you saying you're? I'm not, not going to take Phil Rivers this week. You betting against your man? I didn't take him as a lock. I'm not betting against him. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> I I didn't take him as a best bet last week, and I do not like this line. I don't think the well, Colts see, should but be this, favored. The beautiful thing is you can win. Philip can win, and the Vikings can win because they're underdogs. So you could this could be a two for one right now. Be wrong. I'm. I am gonna for the first time in the history of this program show some restraint because I already have so many fucking bets written on this page. Um, I'm gonna stay away. I really think that. I really I think the, the, Vikings like the Vikings with the points is just like that's a joke. Or just I mean, fuck it, the money line, right? Let's just hypothetically say I would take a. Uh potential tease with the vikings in it let's just Mm -hmm. leave it at that well what we'll do folks is if we add any teasers later in the week as maybe lines progress we'll throw it out on our instagram and twitter if we add any updates so you guys can see that um yeah i mean josh what do you think uh you know i don't know if i buy uh vikings yet is either thing because they didn't look very good at all in the first half of that packers game and it just seemed like garbage time for the rest of it that they even got that many points on the board to begin with the Packers are just kind of toying with them but I think just historically I I the Vikings have been good for the past couple of years and they've been pretty decent I, I to me this is stay away I again I'm I'm too cautious right now week two but I just I don't like either team yet and I want to see it's not like the Colts won or played a really good team last week too so it's interesting how they're they lost to the Jags and Marlon Mack got hurt so that's tough. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, and plus, the T.Y. Hilton connection was not there God. either. They, oh, they yeah. looked awful together. And that's, so, that's one and that, thing. That concerns me. That's one thing, though, I think we should. There's three teams that we should just take, like, a, a little, go a little easier on in terms of um, maybe being a little off on communication. And the three teams, I would say, would be the Colts, Steelers, and Patriots. And I'll tell you why. Yes, Tom Brady and Phillip Rivers are professional quarterbacks in Big Ben and have done this all their life. But... Brady and Rivers are going to a new place for the first time ever. There's new people, and no matter how good you are, you need to have that. It doesn't matter if you're the best quarterback in the league. If the receiver is turning the wrong way when you're releasing the ball, you're going to throw interceptions. So I think the Colts and then the Steelers, It's not. It's he's used to this offense and these players. He's just kind of getting back from the injury is what I mean with Big Ben. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would I, – I would, stay away from that game but i do think we should be a little hesitant to declare brady or rivers like oh it's just not going to work because give them a couple weeks they didn't have preseason training camp they weren't able to really meet in person all this sort of stuff so it's vastly different um you're right so do you either of you guys have action on giants at bears because i don't and that looks like a terrible game I won't even watch that game. Yeah, so let's move on. We're going to go to uh, our next game is the 49. I would say, real quick, sorry, I kind of like the under on that game because I don't think either team is going to score. Yeah, I I think that's a very good point. Um, I mean, Chicago's favored by five. touchdown fourth quarter from Mitch. (laughs) I would consider this if it was like Chicago minus two and a half or something, but five is too much. Yeah. 
I believe in Chicago bit. more than the Giants, though. So plus, and plus the Allen Robinson news just came out yesterday too. Mm-hmm. He's unhappy. Yeah, he's he took very out all of the Chicago stuff from his from his social media handles. It's it's he not did? looking good. I didn't even see that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he he hasn't requested a trade yet, allegedly, but uh, he's not happy. It looks like it's trade coming. Trade him and yeah. Foles away. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's look at this next game as we're. Um, Got a few more before we wrap it up and finalize all our best bets. Um, Niners at Jets. The Niners are getting a touchdown or are favored by seven. Um, I mean, I like betting on the Niners. The over-under is 42.5. The minor, Niners minus seven. I love the Niners minus seven here. We took the Bills last week minus six and a half against the Jets, and that was fine. And so I think the Niners are going to bounce back, be a little pissed off from Arizona. So I like that's a best bet for me. Andrew, you had your hand in the air. Go. Best bet, too. Taking the Niners mindset. Same reasons. I mean, they're going to be pissed off. The Jets suck. The Jets lost Le'Veon Bell. Can you name another starter besides Sam Darnold on their team? Um, there's no way the Niners go 0-2. I mean, is it like Jameson Crowder? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the guy I could think of. Yeah. <laughs> but I was but saying I Jay Crowder. Jameson Crowder is going to stop Nick Bosa and the boys yeah. this week. Um <laughs> 49ers minus seven. Yeah, win, they'll win by twenty-one. Yeah, I agree. Week. This would also be my best bet, but I'm not going to make it my best bet just to just to kind of spice things up. I think this is definitely the smartest, one of the smartest bets of the week, though. But we're gonna, we'll, we'll I'll do, I'll, I'll mix it up a little. You're gonna bit. kick yourself on Sunday yeah. afternoon, Josh. <laughs> <tell you that. laughs> well, we'll get to. I it. agree, though. I think I even like the over on this game too. I think the Niners are gonna fucking put on a. Yeah. Goddamn massacre. Well, what, um, what's great is alone. we're recording on Sunday nights now, so we can get that in immediate reaction to these games. So it'll be fun on Sunday night when we're talking to Josh and the Niners win by 35. It's like, yeah, you should have just probably said <laughs> Niners minus seven. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Um, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. The Jags are nine-point underdogs. That You can get the Jags money line at plus 300, over under 42 and a half. I mean, as much as I love Gardner Minshew, I mean, maybe you give them the plus nine and that's what you look at. I think the Titans win this game, and what they showed against the Broncos is they can kind of play close, ugly games, especially if Gostowski sucks again. But this is kind of a stay away for me. What do you guys think? I would lean Titans, but for what you just said, those 10 points off the board on Monday, that if I'm never going to touch the Titans this year because you left 10 points off the board, yeah. Stephen Gostowski. Fuck and the me. line's nine. How can I trust you? Yeah. I can't, I cannot touch them until that is fixed. I mean, I might even like, I'm not going to take Jags plus nine, but Minshew looked pretty good last week. He did. I mean, and they came back. I mean, the Colts aren't a bad team. So if, it's still like, yeah, if the Titans are going to be missing extra points and field goals like last week, I would, I would take the Jags, but I don't think we can guarantee that. So I'm going to stay away. But yeah, the Titans are for me off limits until I can see him. The make Titans a bunch don't of... really seem like a team because they have Derrick Henry. Like they don't see a team to win by sixteen very mm-hmm. much. They play very close r- games. Run, run and pound or what? Pound and whatever. What do you think, Josh? Run the damn ball. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like this game actually. I the Jaguars look are, are supposed to be awful on paper, but there's just there's something about Minshew oh, that I kind of like. You the dirty nine dog. Points, the nine points is so fucking tempting is the thing. And I just don't like – I think the, the Titans are going to be a fucking clock management team once again. They're just going to be playing these field goal games. They just have to fucking hit the field goals first of all. But I I, I don't know if I can make it a best bet, but – Fuck it, Josh. Do it. It's 
I'm going to do it. In, Fuck Josh, it. You want to I'm going to fucking lock this in. <laughs> Let's go. I, Jack's plus nine. I, I like Jack's plus nine here. I, I think it's, it's not bad to take I a saw. professional football team plus nine points. Yeah, especially. Just, I mean, I've, I, the, I, I was having PTSD watching Stephen Kostowski because I was like, my vision was blurring and, I, and suddenly he was Nate Kading and I was like, what is happening? Is this happening to me again? It was that bad. So I'm that freaked out by Gostowski. I love that best bet, Josh. Um, welcome to the it's fucking good. welcome to the fucking pineapple couch. Let's go. I, I just don't think like the the Jaguars. They they I don't know their identity yet. Is the thing, and I think this could be good. They, they could be this weird upstart team, and I I don't know. Week two. It's still going to get fucking some uh, ironed out. Everything's going to get ironed out, and we're going to find out who these people really are in a couple weeks. And I just don't like Tennessee this year overall. I like it. I Josh like is it. a Gardner Minshew fan. I like it. Um, got to. Yeah. The mustache. <laughs> okay. Um, the next game, we got that Washington football team at the Arizona Cardinals. Washington football team is um, getting seven points, plus 240. The Cardinals, after their big win against the Niners, are a touchdown favorite at even over under 47 and a half. What do you guys like? I don't like anything because it's like I like the Cardinals, <laughs> but I don't like the Cardinals seven points yet. They're still young and new to me, and I don't I don't like that at all. I'm with you. Uh, and, and the team from Washington, by the way, they came back from 17 points against a team we predicted to win the NFC East still, the Eagles. So it's not it's not easy to do. Yeah. True. True. It's so, I sorry. just I like the Cardinals. Cardinals offense, um, I just don't love it by seven points. Exactly. I can't trust them yet. I don't trust I don't trust I don't you, Cliff either. Kingsbury. No yet. No. Oh, one hundred percent. It's it's I feel it's like a trap. Sorry, I was charging I had to get my laptop charged. Everyone's on the Cardinals right now, and then they they're just cashing in the yeah. casinos. So Well, because they were the the sleeper pick and then of course they hit the Niners in week one who are kinda in that you lost the Super Bowl. They usually don't start out that good. Nice or so, I think it's gonna. I think it's. I think we should take advantage of maybe the overhype on the Cardinals. I don't know if this is the week to cash in on that because I don't trust Washington that but much. But can any of us honestly bet on the team from Washington right now? No. <laughs> the name's growing on me. It is. I want that to be permanent. You know what's funny is I saw their logo right on Sunday, and I and I like it's the like zoomed out thing on the bottom of the screen, right? And like the Washington lettering on it looked like um, like olive branches or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's kind of a nice touch. And then they zoom in on it, and I realize it just says fucking Washington football team. And I'm like, this wh- this is fucking terrible. It's hilarious. Holy that's how, shit! That's, I'm pro Washington football team. I, it's so ridiculous that I'm so pro it. <laughs> like, yes. it gets better and better. Um, I mean, yeah. what's better, the pro Washington or the Washington football? I don't even know what it is, or the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. What's a better team? I would rather Washington be the, the Anaheim baseball team than the Los Angeles <laughs> Angels of Anaheim. All right, um, let's go on. We got Ravens at Texans. Um, Ravens are favored by a touchdown. Uh, you can get the Texans money line at plus two six five. The over under in this game is fifty one and a half. And Andrew, your hand is in the air. I'll let you start off on this one. I'm taking the best regular season team, the best regular season quarterback last year, Lamar Jackson. They're going to – and by the way, the Texans, you know what they always do? They always play from behind, and I don't like teams that play from behind and get they their suck. crappy little garbage time. Yeah. Every week they get – Deshaun Watson at three points with like the last five, six minutes, and he gets two touchdowns. Yeah, and it's a I joke. That's how it goes every week. 
I think the Ravens might win like 38 to 10 again this week. Is this a best bet or a lock? This is a be- this is my lock and a best bet. Oh, the let's Ravens go. are my lock this week. I um I am it's not my it's not my lock cuz I already took that Rams as the lock, but Ravens are my a best bet for me as well. Ravens minus 7. I just think that this you this line could should be like 10 and a half. Honestly, the Texans are so over, and it's only because Deshaun Watson they get an extra three points each week because people will ride that. But he, he can't do everything. He's, he's and he a garbage have a time receiver. king. Yeah, you know, true. I like I like the over a lot this week on this one too. Actually, I I think Baltimore again they're gonna put up like you said. I think they're gonna put up what 30, 38, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and, and all the Texans need to do from there is put up like fourteen. And they're going to get, and they'll get 14 in the fourth quarter, I promise you. They will. You. Exactly. And then they'll go into next week and be like, see, the Texans have a good offense. Bill O'Brien's smart. Uh, I like that. You're going to put that in as a best bet, Josh? I am. All right. Yeah. Josh is putting in over 51.5 in Baltimore, Houston. I, I like that bet. That's a good bet. Um, all right. We got one more game to talk about because, or two more, because we're not going to talk about Monday Night Football in this because we'll do that on Sunday night. Um, we got the Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs are favored by nine, plus three ten on the Chargers money line. Over under forty seven and a half. Um, I think the Chiefs will probably cover and it will go over, but I don't want to bet against the Chargers. So yeah, I'm not betting against the Chargers. It's it's too mentally frustrating. Yeah, but I don't see a world where they didn't look good offensively. Their defense looked all right, but they couldn't move the ball against the Bengals. So I don't know the why Chiefs that would change this gonna... week. Yeah, it just makes me depressed thinking about this game. Now, Josh, do you have anything? I, you know, I just take. If the I Chiefs. had a bet, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I obviously I think the Chiefs are gonna fucking crush this game as well. <laughs> so is but, that a best know, bet? I is this is this know, in SoFi I, Stadium? Yeah. Uh, yes. <gasps> think about that. The whole field <laughs> yeah. in LA. So think about that, Josh. You're right. Um. Now, uh, yeah, I originally I might have taken a minus eight, the Chiefs, but the minus nine might just be too high mm-hmm. in the new stadium. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a good bet. I don't think it's the best bet though. I obviously I I just I can't do it. Yeah, I, that's a lot of points. Nine, nine points too high. Okay. It's, even though I love the Chiefs this year, really do. The Chargers might have a good defense. I don't know. True. Good points. All right, this is the last game we're going to talk about. It is the Sunday night football game, and whoa, this is this is a very nice game. We got the New England Patriots at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are favored by four. You can hit the New England money line at plus one seventy, and that over under is at forty five. I this is like I could see it maybe going under, and like being just like a really ground and pound game, like a weird the way the Seahawks because they're going to the run plays. with Cam Newton and Cam. Yeah. They're going to do something you know, ball control. Every Patriot once in a while, thing. the Seahawks have a weird game where they forget they have Russell Wilson, and they just run the ball every single time. So This might be that week. Could be. the Patriots, I like, I would lean plus four Patriots because usually the Seahawks games are between one and three points when I bet on them, and I just like, I haven't been able to take Patriots saying plus something yeah. in decades. Yeah. So, so I, gonna, I like that. Is that a best bet or just you like it? It's not a best bet. It's just a lean. Okay. All right. Um, Josh, you have any thoughts on this? Yeah. I uh, I think Seahawks minus four is actually a best bet. I think the Seahawks I team like kind of really showed something uh, last week. And I just – the Patriots, 
They what? How much points did they put up against the Dolphins last week? Twenty. I feel like they it wasn't that handed handedly though. So honestly, these Dolphins are good the, boys. These Dolphins aren't that bad. They <laughs> oh, they're the not. They have strong. no chance against Josh Allen this week though. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> and I just think that there's a lot of Patriots love right now in the air because Bill Belichick he still looked good, but it's it's the fucking Dolphins. I like Cam Newton a lot, and I think the Patriots will still probably have a good season. But I think the Seahawks are the real deal here, and I genuinely think the Seahawks are going to be probably a contender in the in the NFC. Russ Wilson is a top three quarterback. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm just going to keep saying shit until yeah, I agree over the line. I I'm gonna talk myself into this one. I like the under though as well. I the over kind of scares me here because I don't think. I, I think both these it's gonna be defensive game for sure. But mm-hmm. I just think at the end of the day, you pick Russell Wilson as like your your creator is the thing. I and think I what I will realistically do is whatever afternoon game I'm feeling, how I'm doing, and then I tease the Patriots for plus ten. Something like that. Alright, anyway, we'll put that out on uh the Pineapple Couch Instagram and Twitter when you come up with that. Alright boys, um let's recap our best bets and Josh, we're gonna need a lock from you. So yeah. one of your best bets. So I'll go first. I have the Bills minus six, the Steelers minus seven and a half, the Rams minus one as my lock, 49ers minus seven, Ravens minus seven, and then over 52 and a half points in Dallas, Atlanta. Big Doug? Okay, I got the Ravens, my lock, minus seven. 49ers minus seven. And then I have a teaser where I put I, – Got the Niners and Ravens both at minus one. It's a six-point teaser. And then I have the Vikings at plus nine. So the teaser is 49ers minus one, Ravens minus one, Vikings plus nine for plus 150 odds. Oh, that's great. And that's I, all in. I'm all in on the 49ers and Ravens this week because it's week two. They're they're coming back. Okay, Not I like that. the that. Ravens left anywhere last week. Yeah, I like Um, All right, Josh. What, what, I have some of yours written down if you forget any, so. What you- oh, thank you. Yeah. Um. Actually, so originally, I'm glad no one heard me because I'm gonna change my my lock. I actually said the Buccaneers. Uh, were, were not uh, the Panthers. I thought plus nine were gonna be a lock of the week, but honestly, the way you when we talked about a little bit more about Brady getting used to this offense, I, I, I don't think I can go with it anymore because <laughs> I just. But I think plus or, or minus nine is just a, way too fucking high for this Buccaneers team mm-hmm. that just again has not done anything. I betted the Saints last week as well, and I, I, I just don't like the Bucks yet, and, and until they show me otherwise. But I'm not gonna make my lock. I think it's a good bet though. Nine points is is mighty tasty for the Panthers, and um, I yeah. But it's not my lock. It's not my lock. And I maybe I'll I'll change it to a best bet though. Okay. I think the Panthers. I like that. Uh, and then so I had the Rams. Rams minus what one. I have ma- minus one. Jags and plus then I nine. Had Jacks plus nine. Still, I'm sticking with that. Over and then, 51 uh, and a half in Baltimore, Houston. That one, I think, is... Damn, I don't know if I... I'm going to go that was my lock because I still am not super confident about Seahawks. Okay. But uh, I, originally, I was thinking Seahawks lock there. So you're going to go the but lock is the over 51 and a half? Is the over. Awesome. I think that's that's easy. Okay, and then your last best bet would be Seattle minus four. Yeah, perfect. Um, all right, we'll have these plays posted before the game starts thankfully none of us have a play on thursday night so we don't need to rush into that um thank you andrew thank you josh this has been great i'll talk to you both sunday night feel like we're getting into a good rhythm here with the pineapple couch um good backgrounds guys because we're gonna start doing maybe some videos once i get like the pro version of zoom or some shit 
Um, yeah, this has been the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. We will see you next time. Thank you.